0: New Year's Day, a friend told me he'd never been happier to see a year end. Saying goodbye to 2020 made him feel hopeful. I felt the same. Now that it's 2021, we can finally relax and have an easy year. Not even six peaceful days. On Wednesday afternoon, I was in my office preparing my Sunday message when our executive pastor, Jared, opened the door. You see what's happening at the Capitol? Rioters inside the building where the senators and members of the House have their offices and carry out their work. A mob terrorizing the men and women of the United States Congress in hope of stopping the proceedings that would verify the results of our presidential election. I was shocked and sad and so angry Didn't we have enough trouble in 2020? Now, here's where we need to learn from Jesus. He taught his followers that they should always anticipate trouble in this world. A new year never means no more difficulties. He also gave them guidance for how to respond when things go wrong and a promise so they would never lose heart, no matter how challenging things got. This morning, I'm going to talk about trouble and how Jesus wants us to respond. And I'm going to remind us of his promise so that we take it to heart. At the end of the Gospel of John, Jesus' followers are troubled He's going to be arrested and crucified, and he knows it. And so he tells the disciples, they're heartbroken. This loss and all the changes it will mean, it's the worst trouble they've ever faced. And so he offers them words of comfort. Now, this is John 16, 33. I have said this to you so that in me you may have peace. Jesus wants his followers to have peace, to be settled instead of anxious, to breathe easy. That's why he is talking to them in their friendship with him and the strength that comes from trusting him and hoping in him and believing in him and following where he leads, there is true peace, a unique confidence and security that doesn't go away when things go bad, a peace that doesn't depend on how things are going out there, but is as trustworthy as Jesus has always been and always will be. Now, after telling them that his goal is to give them peace, listen to what he says. In this world, you will have trouble. The first thing Jesus says to give peace is that trouble is inevitable. Think about that. No matter what, as long as you are in this world, you will have trouble. You will experience affliction. You will have tribulations. You will face persecution. Things won't go your way. Circumstances that you cannot control will get worse instead of better. People who are irresponsible and immature will do things that will be bad for everyone at work, at school, in your neighborhood in your family and at your church and in our government. And it will be sad and disappointing and wrong. And it will be inevitable. In this world, you will, not might, you will have trouble. Jesus started here because he knows it doesn't help anyone to be unrealistic. And this is real. To have peace, we've got to start by accepting that in 2021, we're going to have trouble. As simple as that. But now, Jesus goes on with a word for them, and for you too. Listen. Take courage. Don't lose heart. Be daring and bold and confident, secure and settled and certain, no matter what trouble you face. Now, this positive guidance from Jesus, which is good, needs to be received with care. Because if you knew nothing else about him, you may think Jesus means you should be courageous since with him you'll be stronger than every trouble you face. And many leaders who talk about courage think like this, as if courage is the possession of those who are determined to face opposition with might and force, which is greater than their perceived enemies. There are voices claiming to speak for Jesus who talk like this. The thing is, it's not true to Jesus at all. And it's important for every sincere Christian to be clear about this. Jesus does not condone violence or force in response to trouble, ever. When Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, the disciple Peter attempted to interfere by drawing his sword and Jesus rebuked him, not only because he knew it was his destiny to go to the cross, but because Jesus would never condone violence. Getting your way by threats, or the use of force against others, is against Jesus' way. You've heard it said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evildoer. Jesus said that, and he meant it. No one who follows Jesus can take courage in force or threats or violence. Certainly not like what we saw at the Capitol building in Washington on Wednesday. When I got home from my office that evening, I was watching the news with my family. Everything I saw made me so sad. And there was one image that especially stood out to me. It was an aggressive mob facing off with a line of police and someone in the crowd coming against these officers who are simply trying to do their job was holding a red flag with Jesus emblazoned on it. My older son, who's home from JMU on Christmas break, turned to me Dad, this is why college students want nothing to do with Christianity. The truth is, what we were seeing on the screen has nothing to do with Christianity. The fanatical nationalism mixed with faith. The dishonesty and never-ending lies. The unwillingness to accept reality when it doesn't fit with what you wish for. The complete disregard for the well-being and humanity of people on the other side. The assurance that we'll get our way by force if we have to. None of this has anything to do with genuine Christianity. The courage that Jesus tells us to take is not about superior physical strength or winning against your opponent. That's not how Jesus works. That's not how we're supposed to face trouble. And now I want you to take this to heart and take it forward into 2021 for every single trouble that you have to face the trouble that you're already anticipating, and the trouble you don't even know about yet. With Jesus, it's not fight until you win out over others. With him, it's become last of all and in that way become great. It's not figure out how to bully your opponents to accept your will. It's in humility become a servant of all. It's not increase the force until you make people do it your way. It's be a peacemaker, and then you will be a child of God. Be willing to suffer, even if you suffer for doing what's right. Forgive those who wrong you, just as your heavenly Father has forgiven you. Do not hate, but love and pray for your enemies. Jesus wants us to have peace. And it's his guidance for how to face trouble that points the way to true peace for all of us together. The brilliant thing about Jesus is that he didn't just say these things, he lived them. These words of his were spoken hours before he was arrested and crucified By the very people he was giving his life to save. And he walked the whole path of trouble just as he had always taught the disciples to walk. Jesus adds the reason for courage in the face of trouble for all who will follow him as his disciples I have conquered the world. Jesus is thinking of the cross where he's about to be crucified, where he'll do battle with sin and death, iniquity and unrighteousness, And everything unjust, the kinds of things we've seen too much of lately, the cross is God's battle with all of it. And when he tells the disciples to take courage, Jesus knows that he'll be victorious when he rises from the grave on the third day. But listen now, he also knows that after the cross, but before the resurrection, it will look like the trouble won out over him. Does anything look less like victory than the crucifixion? In the world's eyes, no, it looks like defeat. But here is the secret of Jesus' power and the pattern of victory for all of his followers for all time. Self-giving love, which lays down all its claims and rights and privileges for the sake of others, even for the violent and the wicked and the cruel, is the most potent force In the world. And like the cross on Golgotha, we shouldn't be surprised if it doesn't look successful to the world. The time that we find ourselves in right now will feel like the day after the crucifixion, like trouble keeps winning. But listen now, that day was also the day before the resurrection. And we should never forget that. Let that thought be in your mind with every bit of trouble you face in this year ahead. The day of the resurrection is coming. The day when the power of Jesus is plain to everyone is coming. And until it arrives, we can take courage from Jesus' victory because Jesus shares with everyone. He is the kind of winner who invites everyone in to his victory. Even those who would count themselves his enemies are invited. That's what God's word says. God proves his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. And that means you and everyone is invited into his victory. In your heart, acknowledge your need for his deliverance. Where you carry guilt and shame, don't hide it. Picture him washing it all away with his grace. Every stain. Let him cleanse you. Tell him that you are willing to surrender yourself to him and don't hold any part of you back. Ask him to fill your heart with an assurance of his acceptance and his renewal And then thank him for welcoming you into his victory. In this world, you will have trouble, but take courage. Jesus has conquered the world, and you are welcomed by him to take heart for whatever trouble you face in the days ahead. And you are promised that his power will be with you, the power of self-giving love to face every trouble with true victory. Let's join our hearts now in prayer. God, we thank you that you have conquered sin and death in Christ when you laid your life down for this world. We thank you for the way that you receive even those who would make themselves into your enemies with grace. Oh God, teach us also to be like you in the way that we forgive, in the way that we face those moments where we are being wronged, in the ways that we let our hearts go after our enemies. Forgive us for our moments of rage and anger against other people And instead, let our hearts turn toward you who is the king of grace. Help us pass the grace along that you've given to us to everyone we will meet. God, plant this word of encouragement from Jesus into every heart so that we are not surprised when we face trouble, but instead we're able to take courage and not courage in believing that somehow we are going to dominate or conquer, but rather, Help us take courage in the victory which you've already won in Jesus, which is the victory of the Lamb who was slaughtered for the sins of the whole world. God, please let us be included in that victory. And then with joy and confidence and with pleasure even, with good cheer in this year ahead, help us be stewards of that victory for the world that doesn't know it yet and still needs to know it. We are praying, God, for peace. We are praying for justice. We are praying for righteousness. We're asking for healing for our country, for our community, for our friends and our families, and for our own hearts. Please, oh God, hear us as we pray and plead for help. And then lastly, God, may we trust you and your promises that in you all will be made well in the end. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.